Now, between the limbic system and the cerebral cortex, that's when it comes the reward circuit. That's where it goes. It goes from the limbic system, let's say the reward center, okay, to the rational section, the right. cerebral cortex. It is mostly activated when we're talking about survival. We discussed that before. I know I keep repeating things, but just because we really want like to understand. Yeah, we want to give how, you we yeah. want to give you a good idea of how it all works in, yeah. in, in, in one motion, in one born session. This is how it works. So the reason why you get motivated in anything you do in life is because there is a reward. Why do you study hard when you don't want to? Right. Yeah, because you need a job or you want to be successful. Why do players train six hours a day and more or don't even sleep. more don't sleep? Right, because they want to win championship. So. It gets activated even when you do something exciting, simply as bungee jumping, or you're successful in your job, or even simple as your team won a game. Right, or right. you win a trophy, yeah. There you go. So the more exciting the experience, the more it's activated. Yeah, simple. so it's it's high, it's the high reward. Yeah. That's what you're getting excited for. But here's the trick. Yes. It gets activated when you see the moon, mm. or when you see the sunset, or, um, if someone you love smiled at you, these wow. things will get it activated. Now, if you are used or you get your brain used to getting activated to something way more exciting to the brain, more than God intended it to be, those old things, they're not gonna affect you anymore. So f because I'm getting so excited over porn, the relationship with my partner becomes less meaningful to me. Yeah, or, or something like a walk on the beach just yeah. is not nice anymore. Or watching the sunset, man, it's whatever. Right, so instead of an intimate an intimate session with my partner, you know, during marriage in a holy manner, yeah. which is supposed to get me very excited and very happy and it's a high reward situation, mm -hmm. that's not enough anymore. I gotta go get the real big yes. stuff, the real big videos, yeah. the you know hour-long videos with the really, really aggressive porn. That's the stuff that I need. Yeah. That's why I let go of that passionate moment with my partner. Exactly. Okay. And the passionate moment doesn't have to be like the intimate sexual relationship. No, it, it, it can be, be something as simply holding hands. Right. Or you know? a smile, or exactly. just a nice day together. Yeah. Or just like, uh, yeah, exactly, right. exactly. So, and that's what we said. Like, oh, that's that, really dangerous, man. I know. I know. That's horrible. I remember I was reading a story of um, one of the people that stopped watching porn, mm -hmm. and he was talking about just how he felt the first 10 days. And he was like, I can even, when I wake up in the morning, I can smell the flowers even more. He was like, I heard the birds singing, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. And he was like, I've, I don't think I've ever noticed <laughs> don't watch birds porn. singing it'll, in the morning. Don't watch porn. It'll take away your smell. <laughs> But seriously, though, right, see, right. like, and but he was like, and he was talking about like how that made his day even more productive because he started with something beautiful as birds singing or watching the sunrise or right. things like that. We mess out on that, on all these things when we are hooked up on any type of addiction, right, even yeah. if it's something as simple as, you know, gluttony, eating a lot of food. Right. But that is really sad, though, yeah. because, you know. I mean, this is where it kind of gets spiritual. Mm -hmm. You know, this is where you start to choose porn over God, you know, because, you know, we're talking about, you know, moments with our partners and we're talking about really nice time with our partners and, and, and fun days and looking at a full moon or a sunset or even simple stuff like watching the birds sing and, yeah. listen, and smelling different stuff in the morning. And just this is really nice recreational things. But the more important part is, is now you start to 
Yeah, now you start to sacrifice God yeah. because you 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 know the your spiritual life and your eternal your strive for eternal life it beca- it takes a back to the excitement the earthly excitement yes. that you get. So, and I think that's the most destructive part about it. It's unnatural and it causes a lot of chemical imbalance in our brains. Mm-hmm. But the most destructive part is it takes away from our eternal life. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's the only thing that we should be excited for. You know, all this chemical balance imbalance that we're talking about, we should direct all these efforts and all of these, all this stuff towards our eternal life. And, and, and it's sad to see that something like that, that it's pretty much virtually free. It's not a drug that you take. It's not something that you say. It's just something that you think and you see, which is so easy to just, it's a whiff yeah. of air. It's like, yeah. it's like that. It, 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 it causes a lot of separation between us and God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a, that you just hit it, hit the nail on the head for real, because you said the separation between us and God. You know, if, if, if we stop watching or doing anything that's overstimulating, mm-hmm. you will enjoy those things that God created and you'll be like, wow, yeah, God really created all of this for us. Right. But when you get separated in that state, here's what you say. Oh my God, God never did anything for me. Right, right, right. Yeah, but the, the truth is he did. You're just not noticing it, right? And so we talked about the limbic system, we talked about the reward circuit, and we talked about how the cerebral cortex is the rational part that controls our actions, talk like the to, logical part. Talk to me more about, about what dopamine is. Exactly, and that was the point I was gonna jump in. Okay. The limbic system, that's the main uh, chemical in the, in, in the limbic in the, system, in, yeah. right? And this is what you mentioned earlier about the, the psychological, most psychological problems come from dopamine. Mm-hmm. The imbalance, either it's too high or is it too low? Okay? Right. So the dopamine, if you want to think about it very, very briefly, okay, and in a simple way, dopamine is the fuel, is the gas, and the limbic system or the reward circuit is the engine. If you like high-calorie food, you will get more dopamine rush because it feels more rewarding. It tastes better. It gets you more energy and all that. I remember I was um, sitting with one of uh, my friends last weekend. And we were talking about sports cards. I wasn't do you invited. Remember, oh, my bad, Romy. I'll invite you next time. <laughs> but um, do you remember sports cards, Romy? Yeah, I never collected them, but I always wanted to. See, and that's the thing. We were talking about, like, how you always want it. And then yeah. And he said something very nice. He I said... T- I'll tell you what I did collect, those Pokemon cards from Chipsy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. But... Um, the same, th- same idea. Yeah, yeah, the same idea. And what, what got you so excited? It's, I just want... I want to have it. No, like, but I want, what, was, what was the most exciting moment in all this? When I, when I, when I got them, like, it's just like, I'm, I'm, I'm not really doing anything with those cards except having them, but it's the, I, like, let me get buy a whole bunch of ship, chips... And then let me just see how 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 rare can I get? Yes. And if I get an if I get one that isn't rare, I, I'm so disappointed. But if I get one that nobody else has, I'm through the roof. Like I, this is the happiest day of my life. This is the happiest moment in my childhood. Yeah, I yeah. have. I remember the rarest one was Ash. <laughs> Ash was like you can't you can't find Ash even if you pay for it. You know. But that's the thing is when we talked about it is the most exciting moment. Like you said, it's when you buy a lot of them and you just open them. I start opening them. Yeah. You know and. And he said something very nice, and that's why I mentioned that example. Right. He was like, dude, it was all about the rush. Yeah, the rush. When you open the bag. By the way, the rush, that's such a scientific word to use. It's the dopamine rush. And that's why I was using this example, is the dopamine is what gets you, it's the fuel. Right. It's what gets you motivated to do something. So, same with sugar, for example. It's not really the sugar in your body 
It's the dopamine that pumps it all up. So like you find dopamine names like uh, it's the craving chemical, you crave something, okay? Or it's called um, I have to get it no matter what. Chemical. Yeah. yeah. And some people even call it the molecule of addiction. But we're right. gonna you know reflect on that in a, a few bit minutes. Later. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit later. So it's not really that we wanting the stuff that we think we want. It just gives us the dopamine rush. And so and, and a lot of times we confuse those two things. Yes. So it's, I mean Yeah. It's not that we want it. No. We think we want it. The truth is we just want the rush we that want comes the rush. with it. It's a subconscious thing. Exactly. You don't really think about it. You exactly. don't say to yourself, let me get a a uh, basketball card let me get a, a nice burger because i want to feel some rush no you say to yourself i wanted to have it yeah and and that's you know all good and well but it's it's important to understand that that's what mm -hmm. we think of porn you know it's not because you want to watch a video you could care less about the video or the people in it you just want to have that rush but yes. we don't connect those two things because it's subconscious it is it yeah, just happens to your brain it. and that's what we said earlier in the episode that you do that over and over and over and over that's when your brain actually changes right and the younger kids are exposed to porn, that's when it gets more dangerous because they it will change the, how the brain dynamic. It right. will do that chemical imbalance. But to get more to the spiritual point, and this is what St. Paul, um, I forgot which uh, verse he said when he said, I have practiced those things. I, I forgot where, where it was, but he said he practiced those things and how he achieved it. That's the same thing. It's when you practice. You practice and you train yourself to know what you really want. And when you get that rush, you ask yourself a question. Is it really what I want or is it just the rush? And that's an easy thing to do. I mean, let me ask you a question. Why do you think that billionaires do not want to retire? Hmm. It's the rush. Yeah. It's the risk. They are billionaires. They are set for life. Right. Why don't they want to retire? Always ask them. you like, yeah, you know what? I like the risk. I like the... You know, they go out and get it. That's exactly what it was. They have to get it no matter what. That's the dopamine. That's the rush. You're not going to... It's logical, which is probably the cerebral cortex saying, it's logical for you to just kind of take the money that you have in your bank, start living your life, spend some time with your wife, so mm -hmm. spend some time with your husband, have some time with your kids. No, it's the idea of like, let me get some more and more and more. Not, not all of them are like that, but it's the idea that you want more and more and more. You don't, you don't stop there. Now... Dopamine is not something consistent. Like you can figure it out and you can understand that anytime you want to watch porn, anytime you want to engage in that, it's definitely about the rush, right? You want more of that. But whatever goes up must go down. Oh, let you me, found it? Me, yeah, I found the verse. Yeah. Uh, it's in Philippians 4, 12. Can you read it? Yeah, I'll read it right now. So it says, I know how to be abased and I know how to be abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Right. And uh, I mean, this version, this translation is not the best one. He said, I have learned in other translations I have trained. Right. He trained his mind. So even when you look at it from the spiritual perspective, that's how, that's how you get there. You train, you practice. Practice makes perfect. Yep. And, and hey, that's bad and good. Practice yeah. makes perfect to win a championship or to get really good at, at a test or whatever. And also practice makes perfect when you're getting yourself with a horrible habit that is destructive to your chemicals, yes. to, your, to, to your chemicals in your limbic system. Now, back to the dopamine point, mm -hmm. which is what we're, we want to we want to this is really this is where it all comes to a nice bow tie here, because dopamine is not just good, 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 rush, rush, rush. No, it has an up and it has a down. You know, think about it like this. Let's say you go to a restaurant. 
you're hungry, right? It's dinner time. You go to a restaurant. Like, well, I know we're in COVID-19 stuff right now. Let's say <laughs> restaurants are all open. We get to our first, your favorite burger spot. You're with your bunch of friends. And you're just, you're about to, you're already having a great time, right? The night is just, the night it's sizzling, right? No pun intended. Or pun intended, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> right? You order a burger. You're hungry, you order a burger. You're thinking about that burger and how good it's going to be. Let's say it's a mushroom Swiss burger. It has a whole bunch of mushrooms in it, onions, whatever, whatever. Let's think of your favorite stuff, right? Stop, please. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so your dopamine is up and you're getting this rush and you're so excited to get this burger, not because you ate it already. It's because you're either smelling it, you're thinking about it, you see that it's coming, your waiter, your waitress is bringing it by and you're like, oh, I'm about to have the greatest time of my life just devouring this thing, right? And, you know, you're just peaking. Your rush is just going up and up. And you're just, you're, you're at this moment of climax, right? You're, 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 you are living your best life right now. And then you take your first couple bites and you start to calm down a little bit, right? You're like, this is really good. And you start to calm down. So that rush is going down. When that rush is going down, you are now hitting your, your this is the up and down what we're talking about, right? You, 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 we got really excited. You had the burger. You took the first bite. And now you're relaxing. It doesn't mean that you're not having a great time anymore. You're enjoying the burger. It tastes great. It's everything you imagined. You you can't wait to come back in the next time. You can't wait to get to your fries. You can't wait to get to your drink, whatever. And that's the same thing that happens, right? You start to go down a little bit. That going down is not dopamine. It's opioids. Opioids. But we'll talk about that in a minute. But I just want to point out that that up and down, that roller coaster... So the same thing happens when you're watching pornography, right? Just like that burger scene at a restaurant, you get into the video, you um, get your favorite scene on or whatever, you're listening to different sounds, you're watching different things, and there's a dopamine rush the whole time. But then you get to the point in the video where there's a slight moment of satisfaction, and then you start to relax again, right? You've, you you. You watch the video, and it's it's not a, it's not a high the whole time. It's not a rush the entire time. There is a going down, just like a roller coaster. There's a going up, there's a going down. Now that going down is, you know, the opioids. This is what you're feeling for that slight moment of of satisfaction, right? This is the bite of the burger. This is how the burger tastes. This is how the French fries taste with the ketchup. This is what you know the end of the video is feeling like. This is what after watching the video is feeling like. But the rise of dopamine is something new. It's something that you're trying to get to. That's that excitement. That's that rush, right? It's the feeling when you're watching a new movie. It's when you're getting a new car. It's when you get a new cell phone. It's a spike, right? It's a, it's a, it's a, this is something new. This is something great. I need to get this. And a spike in dopamine can override your fullness regardless of what the rational brain thinks. So, you know, the more... Help me out. How can I put this? So, yeah, basically what ha- – so just to touch on what you said. So the dopamine is what drives you to do something. It exactly. motivates you. Yes. Opioids is what makes you whatever that good feeling or satisfaction or when you're hungry, the fullness after it. Opioids right. is what does that or opiates. Now, when you say that the spike in dopamine override the fullness, think of it that way. A heroin addict or a cocaine addict, you will see them. That they don't want to eat. Right. They don't like they don't do any any kind of activity for survival in life. Right, just like the rat in that experiment. Exactly. So what gets them to that part? Mm-hmm. It, they get there simply because that spike in dopamine is much better than what the rational brain is thinking. 
So the rational brain is saying, don't get hooked on it. Don't get hooked on it. Don't get hooked on it. You will die. You will die. Your life is ruined. They don't care about that. The spike in dopamine just overrides it. But they got there because they let go from the first time. Right, right. So if we go back to what we said, what you said first, the Coolidge effect, the dopamine is what's behind the Coolidge effect. That's why I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. So like when you mentioned the um, this experiment with the rat. Right. He's excited every time there's a new partner mm-hmm. and they mate with them. Why? Because there's a new partner. You know, there is no rational brain there that's thinking, oh no, I should be with one partner, which what we do. Right. Okay. And then that's, and the example of porn is what make people press in a new video. You know, something that's even more sophisticated or something that's even like, I mean. Better quality. Yeah. Not even that. It's just like, it gets really, it gets really hard. Something that you never watched. Like, I mean, some people would never, they were interviewing, um, I forgot what was his name. He's really famous. Uh, but they were interviewing him and asking him, um, what was the worst thing about porn? And he was like, it made me watch things that I never thought I would be watching. He said, I enjoyed watching rape. And then when he's done, he was like, oh my God, what did I just watch? But that was the breaking point for him that got him like, there is no way I'm watching this ever again. I mean, he didn't watch it once, he watched it multiple times, but he got there. When he got there, he was sick of it. He was like, no, this, I'm, I'm a sick person. I need to change. And that's right. when he took the first step. So, and that's the thing about it, the, the, the dopamine, it, it gets you excited for new things because the old things just don't get you excited anymore. Right. So you wanna try something new, even if it crosses all the boundaries, which, I mean, porn is already crossing boundaries, but you get the idea. It's, what you said right there kind of hit me because you know, a lot of times we watch something we don't know what we're watching. Yeah. Like if you're watching a, a scene between a girl and a guy and you don't know that that girl's probably, you know, sold in sex trafficking and stuff like exactly. that. But you don't know about it. But it's, yes. not, it's, it's that thing where you just said the guy knew he was watching rape. But, you know, I'm, you know sorry if this is very triggering for anybody listening, but it's just really sad that he knew about it. But at the point of the dopamine rush, it didn't care. It did, yeah. He didn't care. Yeah. He knew it. If you asked him, he, he said yes. He but did. But it was after the fact. But it was after the fact. Yeah. It's when you calm down. Yes. And that is a point in humanity you don't want to get when 100%. you just when you just feel excited about something. That, that's it's sad. That's that's serial killer very, stuff. Exactly. I mean, that's that's the it's stuff sad. that it's 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 very scary. Yeah. I mean, like I mean, I mean, God said, bless him. I mean, I'm, yeah. thank God he's came to his senses and he, he didn't like it. Yeah. It's a good thing, right? That's that's when you're sociopath kind yeah. of. But you know, not to bag on anybody that's struggling with this, but it's it's it's. Um, that's what Ted Bundy said right ted bundy was a serial killer right 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 and he said and then when they asked him what what was your biggest problem he said pornography he said i mean movies don't just don't satisfy me anymore okay let's go after the real thing right right so let's rape the girl and let's kill her after it's insane when you think about it right it's It's not as harmless so that you know you it comes to a point where it becomes harmless for other people but before you start harming other people with this stuff it harms you way more yeah so anybody, I mean, just debunking the fact that, debunking the fact that everybody says, a lot of people say, well, I'm not harming anybody. Oh. Well, you're touching, you're, you're, yeah, you are. you're touching on a point where you're going to harm yourself so much that you're going to have to step outside of yourself and start harming others yes. for your own kicks. Exactly. Right. Exactly. 
And I mean, yeah, this is really sad to discuss. But it um, is. But yeah, it's I important mean, to have these discussions. We had to say it. it's important to have these discussions because it's not enough to just say porn is bad. Let's quit. No, we really have to understand where this stuff goes. And that's the whole point of this podcast. That's the whole point of us coming together here and talking about this, because this is something that's not hidden. This is not a hidden truth. This is something that is known. Yeah. But a lot of people choose to ignore it. Mm-hmm. You know, when a company puts out a commercial for Pepsi, let's just go back to my first example. They go out for a, a Pepsi commercial mm-hmm. and they have stunning models, right? They have a lot of provocative dressed models yeah. to sell a product that is just, it's just a Coke. <laughs> you just It's just a can of Coke. But it's not about the Coke anymore. It's not about the Coke anymore. I'm not trying to sell you on a good product because if we talk about this product, it's really bad. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put models in front of it that yeah. are almost naked, and then you're going to buy the Coke. Mm-hmm. This is such a destructive society that we live in that we do that. But as Christians, we have to maneuver around it. Yes. We yes. have to maneuver around it. I'm not saying don't do porn or you'll kill someone. That's not what we're saying. Yeah. We're saying anything that destroys you this much this is not a godly thing. One hundred percent. I mean, and that's the that's the other thing. It's like you might not, you might never get to that level. Hopefully, yep. no one ever gets to that level. I pray for every single person out there to never get to that level. But and I pray for anybody that has gotten to that level. Yeah. But the truth is, you're harming yourself a lot. Right. Because before you harm others, you have already harmed yourself. That's just how right. it is. But I mean, back back to the scientific part. Um, I mean, again, it's sad that we were talking about, it, but I'm glad we brought it up. Um, so what we mentioned, we mentioned dopamine is the molecule of addiction, right? And it's simply because it causes the changes in your brain to become addicted. Same thing with uh, alcohol, nicotine, cocaine. They all feel different, right? but they flood the same reward circuit with the same thing. Right. Dopamine, increased dopamine levels. And that's what makes them potentially addictive, addictive right? right? So now that continuous use is, will, is what, it was, what leads you to addiction so dopamine if we want to put it again we, we try to simplify things like we explain things and we try to simplify it as much as we can at the end dopamine release is a result of the expectations rather than actual pleasure and it's the drive it's the craving the actual pleasure comes from opioids i remember you were you were talking before the episode about the rat and the lever the lever, this is also part of the same experiments that they've done on the Coolidge effect. They were trying to see in an experiment at how much we can go to obtain certain, you know, rush and pleasures and, 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 and you know, how much we're going to listen to these things that give us this dopamine rush, right? So they conducted an experiment where they put electricity in a cage, right, an electric platform in a small cage for a rat. In order, and then there's a lever. If you push on that lever, what was it? Was it some sort of a shock to your brain? Yeah, they basically put like um, a shock in their brain that will increase the dopamine. Right. Okay. So that's what it was. So they put a little helmet, right, with a with a little uh, wire going to this lever. If you click on the wire, there's a rush. uh, You know, I guess some electricity messes with your chemical with your chemicals in your limbic system, and it causes a rush of dopamine. dopamine. So. Pretty much this rat had to discover that you, if you go to this lever and you push on it or you pull on it or you bite it or whatever, it'll give you a rush of dopamine. And obviously this is the same thing as having multiple partners in a cage or whatever. So he does it. He can't stop pushing the button, right? And they saw, and they found that, you know, he'll, he'll won't eat and he won't drink the rat and he'll push on this lever. So they started to make it more aggressive, more extreme, I mean. 
they put an electric platform between the lever and the rat, and they turned it on. And they found that the, le- the rat will keep going over the electric panel or platform, and he will get electrocuted. And, and, and you know, literally, the, the rat is getting fried alive, and he keeps putting that lever. And then they said, okay, well, maybe the rat is just a persevering rat. Maybe he'll just do whatever he needs to be to get what he wants. So they started to do the same thing. They took the lever away, put food and water, and they, saw, they wanted to see if the rat will cross the panel to get to the food and the water. The rat never even touched the food and water for however many days, and it died of starvation. It's not going to electrocute itself for basic needs. That says a lot because we said earlier, when we're studying the limbic system in mammals, we're really studying it in humans. And this is what happens. And if you think about it, this is what happens. Think about an addict. He will do whatever it takes, or she will do whatever it takes to get to the thing that you're addicted to. But you won't do the same for food and water and basic needs. A lot of people don't take care of their families because they have an addiction. Porn is the same thing. And I guess this is really what we're trying to do too. We're not trying to treat porn as this magnificent new thing that we're learning about. We're trying to mimic it and make it seem like it's like any other addiction out there. It's not harmless. It's very harmful. And some people will watch porn and pay for porn and not feed their kids, not even drink themselves, not even eat for a whole day. Just like a heroin addict, just people, like a cocaine addict. People will addict. give up. I mean, I mean, the best example you gave was uh, Lamar. I mean, right. the guy would just wait until the last minute, until tip off. Right, and even be late sometimes. Yeah, just because he wants to watch porn. Right. I mean, that's literally his job. Imagine if you don't want to go to job in the early in the morning just because you're watching porn. That, that right. exactly was Lamar's position. So it really, and the, even the thing that they did with the rats is that they blocked the dopamine. And they would put food like a little too far from him. He wouldn't go eat it. Right. I mean, with no electric. Food, yeah. With no electric panel, they did no, this they in another. They blocked the dopamine. Yes, they, they would, blocked it. With no electric panel or no nothing, yeah. they would put cheese. Right. Yeah. Favorite rat's favorite food, and it would block dopamine levels in his brain. Right. They would inject him with something. It would block the dopamine rush. Without that dopamine, that no rat couldn't function. It yeah. couldn't even go eat. Just step a couple of inches in front of you to go get the cheese. No electric panel. No nothing. Now, but. Let's stop right here, and let's explain that dopamine isn't bad. Yes, and that was exactly. Let's it. let's let's differentiate that. This is important. We're trying to learn how it can be bad when we're misusing it. Yes. But let, let me. I'm gonna have you do that. Yeah, and that's that, that's why I was mentioning that example. Right. Is that like when they when when they blocked the dopamine in the rat, he didn't want to get his food. Right. Dopamine is not evil. I mean, I know after this episode, it feels like it is. Right. I know, but it's, it's an not. important thing to live normally. It's, it is. It's, it it's an important to have a good outlook in life. It's what keeps you motivated. And like we said, it's, it's one of the main reasons why there is a lot of psychology. Like most of psychology, psychological problems is because there is imbalance in dopamine. That's why we call it a chemical imbalance. Exactly. But if it is balanced, then everything's fine. That's why dopamine is God when he created it in right. us. He created it for good reasons. That's what gives you the motivation. Right. But when you use that motivation just to feel good, that's when you're misusing what God intended it right. for it to be. Right. It's important to live life normally with dopamine levels. Yeah. You, you're, it's supposed to be feeling a rush when you're getting a nice burger, when you're spending some intimate time with a partner or with your wife or with your kids, yeah. or you're coming to church and you're listening to a really nice hymn and you're in tasbiha and you know midnight praises yeah. and you're just having the greatest time of your life and you're having this dopamine rush. This is good. 
or when you're spending some time with friends. Yeah, even if like, you're long enough to not have a partner, like yeah, right. friends, you know, watching, going to the beach or to the pool day. Right, or you're spending like a particular weekend discussing uh, basketball cards and you weren't invited. That's still fine. <laughs> that's uh, still fine. Rob you know, is so salty about that. <laughs> that's still fine. That's also a good way to use uh, to, to have a dopamine rush. We're not supposed to avoid dopamine. Yeah. We're just not supposed to misuse it. We're not supposed to chase after a high. We can also enjoy the lows. Yes. You know, it's not depression. It's good to keep have a good outlook. It's also used to keep you motivated. This is why you want to be successful. Some people want to start their business and have a successful life. Some people want to go through the struggles of college to come out with a good occupation. It's important to have dopamine to keep you happy, right? It's not eternal joy, but it's a good rush of happiness that you get for a particular moment. This is healthy to have. And like I said, when people have bipolar disorders or they're diagnosed with it, and I pray for anybody that has anything like that, you take pills and medication and you go through certain therapeutic things in order to balance those chemicals, meaning you need to have it, right? So the imbalance causes many psychological problems and including addiction, but it's important. It's very, very important. We're not saying that avoid anything that makes you feel good. No, that's just living a ridiculous life. And that is not what God intended, by the way. That's why you enjoy it, like we said earlier, right. you know, that the little things, you know, birds singing and people find. I mean, that's why in like the midnight praises, we mention a lot about nature. Right. We do. This and is, uh, yeah. in the uh, third hose. Yes. In the third hose, we, yes. we talk about we talk, we don't ask for anything. We're just praising God for the many wonderful things around us. Birds, clouds, rain, yes. mountains, everything, everything, literally everything, because everything was created for us. Right. It's when we misuse it. I mean, the best example I can think of is, you know, imagine like getting a bike or, you know, putting some wheels right. on your car that you're supposed to be driving on roads, but hey, you take it for a hike on sand in the desert. Right. It's not going to work. The same thing. Right. You know, God intended for these things to be used in the right manner. So if you go out and use it in a bad manner, not how it's intended to be used. The consequences are... You're just, you're just hurting yourself. You're just hurting yourself. And others at times. And others at that and point. Uh, yeah. this dopamine imbalance, this Coolidge effect, this chemical imbalance in our limbic system, I can confidently say, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, it is its consequence is sex trafficking industry, is the porn industry, and anything else that has to do with abusing abusing sexual relationships. Yeah. It, that is why. I'm not saying you do this so you now you want to go out and sell people. I'm not saying that. Yeah, yeah. But because there's, it causes, a, it produces a demand, and these industries are the direct supply yes. of this demand. So that's why I'm making this yeah. correlation. No, it, it, and realistic, I mean, in an indirect way. Yes. If everyone stopped watching porn, a lot of bad things... These industries wouldn't exist. Well, yeah, exactly. This is an ideal world we're living in, but that we're trying to describe right now. But Imagine no more sex trafficking. No more porn. No more porn industry. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Anyways. uh, This is a good good point to end on. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. We did. We did. I'm glad. I mean, I hope we didn't lose you guys uh, when you're listening to us, like a lot of details and stuff. But, you know, feel free to pause and and go back and just re-listen to some things that you want to, like, listen and understand. And reach us out if you have any questions on our email at incognito at pagoriproductions.com. Or you can reach us at any of our social media platforms. The the links are going to be down below. With that, 
we conclude our episode. And I thank you so much for tuning in. Like I said, please check us out on the links below for the website, for the social media platforms, and for all the resources that we used for this episode. If you're watching on YouTube, please hit the like button, subscribe, and turn on the notifications. That way you get notified every time we drop a video. And follow us on SoundCloud, like the video or the playlist or the audio track, repost it, because you never know who needs to hear this message. And like we always do, I'll leave you with the thought that the ultimate way to freedom is to ask God for help. Because as he promised, when we seek him, he helps. And he heals. I'll see you all next time. Talk to all of you all next time. Have a great week. Bye, everybody. Bye.